The opinions voiced in this program are for general information only and are not intended to provide specific advice or recommendations for any individual. To determine which investments may be appropriate for you, consult with your attorney, accountant, and financial advisor or tax advisor prior to investing. Investment advice offered through Northwest Quadrant Wealth Management, a registered investment advisor. Welcome back to Financial Focus Radio Show. Northwest Quadrant Wealth Management has offices in Bend, Eugene, and John Day, serving clients from all over the Northwest. Give us a call today for your free retirement review. Now, back to the show. Welcome back. Thanks for joining us on Financial Focus Radio. We appreciate you spending some of your weekend with us. Uh, so Americans really hate the idea of, of buying a house right now. Don't buy a house is the sentiment that is being shared by 82% of Americans. So Fannie Mae, uh, the big mortgage giant, did a study uh, in the, on housing sentiment, um, and they said that uh, a record share of Americans still thought uh, – well, actually, sorry. So they said 82% of Americans say it's a bad time to purchase a, a home right now, matching the all-time high set in July – only 18% said it was a good time to buy. The reason, obviously, is pretty simple. Prices for houses are really high, and mortgage rates are high, really high also, uh, making for an affordability crisis in the housing market. And so what's interesting is you look at the housing market, there's some weird bifurcation happening right now. New homes are selling. So when you look at, like, Toll Brothers and all these big home builders, um, they're able to sort of buy the rates down, and so they can offer all these incentives for new home buyers, and they just essentially put it into the margin of of how much they're going to make on a house. And so that's how they can sort of uh, supplement the mortgage uh, story. And that's why new homes are still selling, but existing homes, um, if you, you know, you're going to say to somebody, okay, you have to move and get up your 2.75% mortgage and move into a 7% mortgage. Uh, people are like, no thanks. And, and so nobody's moving and that's creating a really bad conundrum in the housing market. Maybe not necessarily here in central Oregon. So if you're listening to me, you're in Bend. I understand it's a little bit unique. I don't think that the laws of economics are going to avoid Bend forever. I think it's all still going to come here. And because of interest rates, if we have 7% mortgage rates or higher going forward, it is going to change that dynamics of the housing market in Bend, especially if we have a recession, because you think about what's moving uh, the market here in Bend is a lot of people moving here, transplants, and that's if, if we have a recession, that stops a la 2008. Uh, and so I, I, I understand a lot of you have a dog in the fight. And so, and I have a dog in the fight too. I just am not so married to that dog in this fight as a lot of you are here in Central Oregon. All right. Uh, and then, real quick, it's that time of year, and, uh, and I talked to somebody on the phone about this. Um, one of the many reasons you should not have an actively managed mutual fund is at the end of the year, in this month of December, they have to distribute their capital gains. So uh, if you have an actively managed mutual fund, you have a, a money manager, a man or a woman that is buying and selling stocks or bonds, uh, trying to make money, obviously, trying to beat their benchmark. Um, and if they have gains in that mutual fund, uh, they have to distribute those in the month of December to the shareholders of record. And so if you only actively manage mutual fund in a taxable account, uh, you have no control over that month if that money gets distributed to you. And guess what? You still have to pay the taxes on that. So it's a very tax inefficient way uh, to have an investment. So, you know, we talk about that all the time on the show, you know, professional money managers aren't beating the market, aren't beating their benchmark. When you factor in how tax inefficient they are, the math gets way worse. They're not even coming close when you factor in these capital gain distributions. So if you own an actively managed mutual fund, you can look in that mutual fund and see what their capital gain, potential capital gain exposure is, what they're going to have to maybe distribute, and it comes in the form of a percentage. Uh, and so um, the other problem is, is sometimes you'll buy a fund, let's say 15 years ago, uh, an actively managed fund, and it's not doing very well, but you have a big capital gain liability. It's getting trounced by the market, but you don't sell it because you don't want to pay the taxes. And so you have this crappy performing investment that's not doing as well as it should be. It's very tax inefficient, but you're not selling it because of the tax liability. So one of the many reasons uh, you shouldn't own an actively managed mutual fund, they're very tax inefficient, and you don't get to control it. And guess what? They're not beating the benchmark. That is very tax efficient. So it's just, it just bare, doesn't make any at sense. At a bare to us. minimum, just stop reinvesting the dividends on those ones because that one's so hard for people to get over when they have a big, you know, they have one of those legacy positions that 
Uh, they, w- they would the have been better off had they just realized the capital gain and reinvested elsewhere in Every a more tax-efficient sing- manner. But uh, they just can't get over the hump of wanting to realize that that tax liability. And it is literally the reason every single time I want to go buy an individual stock or some great actively managed investment, I don't do it because I'll be stuck with something that will inevitably be a dog at some point. I might get it right in the short term, but it will inevitably be a dog. And if I buy it in the taxable account, I'll feel stuck with the thing. And so uh, that is why indexing makes so much sense. When you look at the data, it's an absolute no-brainer. Nobody out there can make an argument against it unless you're getting to invest with the Jim Simons. That's it. And guess what? You're not. So, all right. Uh, So as part of the SECURE Act 2.0, so remember, we had the SECURE Act that uh, the Trump administration signed into law, and then SECURE Act 2.0 was signed into law uh, by the Biden administration. And one of the things uh, that was added to the SECURE Act 2.0 was this provision for 529 plans. So what's a 529? Real quick, it's a college savings plan. My kids have – both my kids have 529. Josh's kids have 529s. Uh, they are great tools uh, to save for college. Uh, each state has their own plans. In the interest of full disclosure, I use uh, the Nevada plan because it's Vanguard funds. Uh, we, Josh and I both forego the state of Oregon because the state of Oregon has been terrible at uh, picking 401k or 529 vendors. So um, as part of the, the uh, SECURE Act, um, there is sort of this all these provisions designed to improve Americans' retirement saving options. Um, and so there was a bunch of financial planning opportunities within the SECURE Act 2.0. This is just one of them. Uh, and so the the new one, the new uh, rule allows uh, you to transfer assets from a 529 plan into a Roth IRA to, on a tax-free basis. And so it's for the, it has to go for the beneficiary. So for example, my son is a freshman in college. Uh, he is the beneficiary of his 529, but I'm the owner. Same with my daughter. Uh, I'm the owner of the plan, but she is the beneficiary. And so uh, any money that doesn't get used for their college out of their 529 can be transferred tax-free into a Roth IRA. And so as a financial planning tool, I'm going to make sure that there's – and and the maximum amount that you can transfer to a Roth for the beneficiary is $35,000. You can't do more than $35,000 from the 529. So, But I'm going to – in my kid's case, I'm going to make sure there's $35,000 that is allowed to go into a Roth IRA for them. And you can only roll over the contribution limit in any particular year, which is $6,500. So if you're – so for example, my my son – and it doesn't start – sorry, the the ability to transfer doesn't start till 2024. So next year, my son, I'm going to be able to con- to transfer $6,500 from his 529 into a Roth IRA for him. Now, it's important uh, that he has to have $6,500 worth of income in order to be able to make that contributions to a Roth. So he still has to have the income to be able to support a Roth contribution, um, and he can't contribute more. So it's essentially going to take um, five years, right, for, for that money to, to get to 35000 right. Another condition is that the 529 plan has to have been open for at least 15 years. So don't forget about that one. Yeah, and because if you think about most 529s aren't 15 years old, right? So a lot of people start when their kids maybe three, four, five, uh, and so – uh, by the time they get, if they if you start at five, by the time they get uh, to twenty, obviously you can start. But at fifteen years, mine, my kids, uh, both of their five twenty nines, are are fifteen years, so I can start uh, using that. And so the the important thing is if you think about um, allowing that thirty five thousand in a Roth IRA to stay invested from let's just say for age twenty five to sixty five, that's going to give your kid an extra three hundred sixty thousand bucks to use in his or her retirement. Um, and it'll save about fifty six thousand on average in taxes compared to a traditional IRA when you, when you take that out. So uh, it can make a huge difference uh, if that kid is also able to add another uh, four thousand dollars annually. Uh, she or he could uh, have another bucks uh, on top of the three hundred sixty thousand. So it's a huge difference. Um, it can make a big difference for your kids or grandkids. So if you're the owner of the 529, you're the one that would have to make it happen. I will say that when I, when you talk to the 
sponsors like Vanguard, when I called Vanguard about this, they're still working out the details. So they don't know uh, exactly how it's going to work out, but they're, they're going to get it figured out by 2024. So remember, it doesn't start till 2024, but it's one of these planning opportunities that can have a huge impact on the beneficiary of that 529. Uh, like in my kid's case, or, or, or your, if you have grandkids or kids that are beneficiaries of your 529, huge implications if they're able to leave that money in the Roth. All right, if you'd like to take one of us up and a, uh, for, for a free retirement view, one of us will give you an hour of our time to talk about anything in your financial life. So if you have at least $500,000 of investable assets, call our office to get that scheduled. The number is 800-743-0988. Or you can send us an email by going to our website, northwestquadrantwealth.com. When we come back, we're going to talk about some tax-saving strategies uh, for all of you out there listening. So stick around. Get your free one-hour retirement review. Meet with a Northwest Quadrant Wealth Management Investment Advisor today for free. It's our offer to you as a listener to the show. Give us a call today to schedule your portfolio review. 800-743-0988. Again, 800-743-0988. Join us for Uncork, presented by Sun River Owners Association. Enjoy two days of Oregon and Washington wine, art, and delicious bites. This year's event will feature paint and sip classes, live music, and more on September 15th and 16th. The weekend's admission is only $20 pre-sale and $25 at the door. Come, sip, savor, and have fun at this family-friendly event. Uncorked Sun River style is brought to you by Cascara Vacation Rentals, Sun River Brewery, Combined Communications, Bend Laser Lipo, the Sun River Chamber of Commerce, and this station. Visit sunrivershark.com. Plateau Travel Plaza Food, fuel, and fun After a long day And you want to play Get your mind off of the road Have a great meal Try our slot machines Life's good on the plateau Quick stop anytime Get you everything under the sun Life's good on the plateau Food, fuel, and fun Food, fuel, and fun? At the Plateau Travel Plaza in Madras, you get food, fuel, and fun all in one fabulous stop. After you fuel up with our low fuel prices, enjoy something fresh from our deli. Shop our store for local crafts and jewelry, travel essentials, electronics, and more. Then have some fun in our game room with 40 of the hottest slot machines and all the rewards you can handle. Life's good on the Plateau. Food, fuel, and fun. This summer, keep your yard growing healthy. You'll find everything you need at Eastside Gardens, where great things grow. The best fertilizers, plant foods, pest solutions, and more. Eastside has you covered. And summer plants? Now's the time to add more shrubs and perennials. Buy four and get the fifth one free at Eastside Gardens on Southeast 27th at Darnell. Open 9 to 5, 7 days a week. Look for the giant rooster and those in-store specials. You'll find it at Eastside Gardens, where great things grow. Whether you've lived in Oregon for years or just recently moved here, we can all do our part to protect ourselves, our property, and our loved ones during this wildfire season. Things like keeping your lawn mowed, cleaning up dried leaves and pine needles from your roof and below trees on your property, and giving your home a small fire-free perimeter where fire can't reach. Learn all you can do to stop wildfires at home by visiting OregonDefensibleSpace.org. That's OregonDefensibleSpace.org today. Ben Factory Stores, along with Play It Again Sports and Hoodies Collectibles, are proud to support our favorite Oregon Ducks. Play It Again Sports buys and sells quality used and new sports and fitness gear all day, every day. They're located next to Maurice's in the Ben Factory Stores. Calling all sports fanatics, consign and trade with Hoodies Collectibles. Located next to Spirit Halloween in the Ben Factory Stores. Play It Again Sports and Hoodies Collectibles say, let's go Ducks! Financial Focus Radio Show is online all the time via iTunes, Spotify, and Spreaker. Catch past shows online or by finding us on iTunes. Welcome back to Financial Focus Radio. Thanks for joining us on Financial Focus Radio. If you'd like to take one of us up on a free retirement review, 
We'll give you an hour of our time to talk about anything in your financial life. Uh, so if you have at least $500,000 of investable assets, call our office to get one of those meetings scheduled, 800-743-0988, or go to our website, northwestquadrantwealth.com, and send us an email. Uh, so I've heard this before from a lot of people, Buffett, and, and uh, this comes from actually um, uh, the collab fund, uh, what's his name, Morgan Housel. Uh, he says, I like the idea of a reverse obituary. Write down what you want your obituary to say, then figure out how to live up to it. Everyone's going to be obviously different, but I suspect that most people would want their obituary to say, you are respected, you are admired, and you are helpful. You are a good parent, you are a good spouse, a caring friend, and you are an asset to your community. You made a con contribution to your industry. You were wise, funny, and smart. I would add good looking, but uh, now realize what's not in there. Virtually no one in this exercise would think about their obituary, mentioning how much horsepower their car has. <laughs> my, my son might. Uh, how many square feet their house is, or how much money they spent on jewelry or clothes. And so uh, I, I, I second that, and I can I can actually add to that. When I go visit our oldest clients, people in their 90s and approaching 100 years old, none of them want to talk about stuff. They all want to talk about experience they've had and relationships they've had. So um, the, the pursuit of uh, objects, especially by my generation and Josh's generation, um, is misfounded. And so I love this idea, the idea of a reverse obituary. Write down what you are obituary, what you wanted to say, and then live up to it. It's a good one, right? Yeah, I've never heard that before, but I like it. Uh, and then another one from Buffett. No matter how great the talents or efforts, some things just take time. You can't produce a baby in one month by getting nine women pregnant. <laughs> <laughs> Do you, you really say that? <laughs> Yeah, I love that quote. It's the best quote ever. Whoa. Yeah, it's a good one. Buffett can be cheeky, you know. He's, I mean, he, he's, has, he had two wives, right? Like, Yeah. Functionally. Well, the first one introduced him to the second yeah, one. Girlfriend, well, he had a wife. Yeah, the, and, and the, the first wife introduced him to the second wife and was totally, totally cool with it. There was some funky stuff going on in Omaha back in the 70s and 80s. There definitely was. Okay, so here's some – the important thing, you know, we're, I'm not talking about in this segment uh, income tax savings or property tax. What we're talking about is savings as an investor, so things you can do as an investor uh, to make sure you're, you know, you're maximizing your return by minimizing your taxes. So remember, last I checked when I think about investing – uh, my returns matter on an after-tax basis because guess what? The only money that I can spend, at least legally and that I know of, is after-tax money. I, I, I willingly pay my taxes. I, in fact, I have to pay them uh, next Friday. I love writing those checks. So we all want to pay fewer taxes. We can all agree on that. Uh, and we want more of our returns going to our goals and less to the IRS. Uh, and so here, here's some things that you need to consider what investments you choose, because that can make a huge impact on what your taxes are going to look like, where you're going to put those investments. So after you've decided your investments, you have to decide where, what accounts those investments are going to go in, uh, when you should be selling things and what accounts, um, what order you should withdraw your investments from. Uh, and then if you're a charitably inclined person, how do you do that on the most uh, tax-efficient basis? So the first thing we'd say is consider tax-efficient funds or investments. And so Josh and I, if you've been listening to our radio show for any amount of time, you know that we use exchange-traded funds or ETFs in our client portfolios. There's a lot of reasons we do that, but one of the biggest reasons is for our clients that have taxable investment accounts, our, we have those as well, they are some of the most tax-efficient investments that you can buy. Obviously, buying Berkshire Hathaway in 1965, since they don't pay a dividend, was very tax-efficient. It was a great store of wealth and a very tax-efficient basis. But I don't know where the next Berkshire Hathaway is, and so I don't bother looking. Uh, and so what you should be doing instead is buying index-based exchange-traded funds because they are so darn tax-efficient. So can, make sure that you're, when you think about the investments you're making, especially in your taxable investment accounts, which a lot of you have, you're buying the most tax-efficient things you can buy. Now, I'm not saying go out and buy 
Oregon municipal bonds with a 2.2% coupon. That doesn't make any sense. You want equity exposure, but you need to do it in a tax-efficient way, uh, and that is, in our, in our mind, ETFs. It, it, nothing even comes close. Um, uh, and so, you know, here, here's the, the next step to that is a lot of people would say, well, if you're going to buy actively managed funds, put them in your tax-deferred accounts, your Roth IRA, your traditional IRA. Um, here's, here's what we'd say to that. Don't fall into that trap. Just forget about the active managed funds. And so this doesn't have anything to do with the tax savings. 98, 99% of these professional managers with these active funds aren't beating their benchmark. And so your financial advisor is telling you that they're, the, they're going to find that 1% or 2% of the managers that is going to beat the benchmark. Guess what? They're lying to you. Don't buy it. They, the, you're not paying this person to beat the market. You can't beat the market, so buy the market. Uh, and so that, that we hear that a lot, like make sure you put your actively managed funds in those tax deferred accounts. Don't buy actively managed funds and then you don't have to worry about it. Uh, if you're going to do individual stocks, the same argument, but we'd make again, the same argument. Don't, don't play the individual stock game. Um, so then div- divide your assets among, uh, the different accounts. So taxable accounts. Um, and, and so here's the other thing we, Josh and I also understand that a lot of you, you know, get RSUs or you have options and you have no, no choice. And so, you, you know, we, we are, we understand that that's true for, for a bunch of you out there based on where you work. And so of course you're going to end up with a lot of these names. And so where you hold them is important, but divide your assets among accounts. So we all know that there's taxable accounts and tax deferred accounts, right? So an IRA, 401k, those kind of things. Um, and so your taxable accounts, in our mind, you know, the two options, the two best options are an index ETF or an index mutual fund. Uh, those in our world are the only uh, places that you should have um, uh, a taxable, you know, investments that you should have in a taxable account. Um, the other thing that you can hold in a taxable account is tax-free bonds. And so uh, the, the tax-free, the muni world right now isn't all that attractive, but when it does become attractive again, because higher rates are around for longer, um, the other thing you you can put in those accounts are tax-free bonds. Now, uh, in a taxable account, you, you, you want to be holding your less tax-efficient assets like taxable bonds. And so if you have a bunch of bond funds or bond ETFs, obviously they're kicking off a bunch of income. Uh, you want to hold those assets in a tax-deferred tax account. Um, uh, look for uh, opportunities to offset gains. This is an important one as we head into the end of the year. You need to go into your taxable investment accounts and sell your losers to offset your winners. So you, you want to do as much tax planning as you can. It's called tax loss selling. And so Josh and I go through our, our clients' taxable accounts every single year, and we try to do our our tax loss selling. And so if we say, okay, this account has $6,000 in realized gains this year, we try to find losers and, and to, to sell those losers to offset those gains, to try to get those clients uh, to, to minimize. And then lastly, optimizer will draw order uh, from your account. So a lot of you have a Roth, a traditional, a taxable account. Make sure you're maximizing your withdrawal order from those accounts uh, because it can save you a ton of money in taxes. Josh and I feel like helping people understand which accounts to take from for- first in retirement can add a lot of value. And so um, that's one of the things is, is, is figuring out where to take, which accounts to take from first uh, and which to leave to your beneficiaries is important. If you want to take us up on a free retirement review where we'll go through some of this stuff, what accounts to take from, where you should hold different things. Uh, call our office to get one of those scheduled. The number here is 800-743-0988 or send us an email by going to our website, northwestquadrantwealth.com. When we come back, we're going to talk about estate planning, so stick around. Sign up for our e-news today. Get the latest thoughts on the market every other week from Northwest Quadrant Wealth Management delivered right to your inbox. The short five to six minute video helps you keep up with the market. You can always watch past videos on YouTube or NorthwestQuadrantWealth.com. Did you know that the average public university student borrows $32,880 for their bachelor's degree? 
Many borrowers list student debt as the main barrier to buying a home, starting a business, or even retiring from their jobs. Are student loans keeping you from other goals? Between different payment plans, types of cancellation, and tax implications, we know that student debt can be confusing. Don't let that confusion keep you from addressing your debt. Our website offers resources, including frequently asked questions, links to other sites, and tips for avoiding scams. The site is updated by the Student Loan Ombuds, who also receives and attempts to resolve complaints about servicers or other issues with student loans. Take control of your financial future by addressing your student debt today. Visit the Division of Financial Regulations Student Loan Help Site at dfr.oregon.gov or call the Student Loan Ombuds at 888-877-4894. This message brought to you by the Oregon Division of Financial Regulation, the Oregon Association of Broadcasters, and this station. Trex Transcend Lineage Decking from Building Solutions reflects the sun and your sense of style. Designed with heat-mitigating technology, it's literally Trex's coolest decking yet. Stop in on Trex Wednesdays and let your local Trexperts help you plan your new Trex deck. Purchase your new Trex deck on Trex Wednesdays and receive free hidden fasteners, plus free delivery on Friday. Every Wednesday is Trex Wednesday, only at Building Solutions in Bend and BuildingSolutionsBend.com. Trex Lineage and Building Solutions, literally cooler. Pin and Fire in Redmond is ready to get you dialed in on the water and in the woods. For the big game hunter, Pin and Fire has a huge assortment of Sitka gear, Mystery Ranch, and just in Stone Glacier apparel and packs. Pin and Fire has the best selection of crispy hunting boots in the region. Comfortable and rugged, crispy boots have become the most sought-after boot in the industry. In need of a hunting or everyday carry knife, Pin and Fire's Benchmade case is full and new models arrive every week. Fit and Fire has the latest Yeti coolers and drinkware in stock. Check out the Camp Green and Cosmic Lilac coolers. Once they're gone, they're gone for good. Fishing season is still going strong, and Fit and Fire is stoked that the Lower Deschutes is open for steelhead. From a guided trip or new spay rod to some good old-fashioned advice, Fit and Fire is Central Oregon's go-to fly fishing store. Across from Safeway on Highway 97 in Redmond or anytime on the web at FinnandFire.com. Fit and Fire is your fly shop unlike any other. If it leaks, clogs, strips, or burst, call Severson Plumbing first. If water doesn't flow where it's supposed to go, it can be a real bummer. Severson will get it done. Your Central Oregon plumber will treat your home like it's ours. That's our duty. We're the guys in the blue booties. If it leaks, clogs, strips, or burst, call Severson Plumbing first. Hey, you're up next. Ugh, my throat hurts so bad. There's no way I can sing tonight. Here, try these. Vicks Vapo Cool Drops. Yeah, Vicks Vapo Cool Drops has maximum strength menthol with a rush of Vicks Vapors. Ooh, I can already feel it. I told you. So, you ready? I'm ready. Please welcome to the stage. Vaporize sore throat pain fast with Vicks Vapo Cool Drops. Reggie was a nurse for 16 years. I had become very burnt out. I wasn't making good money. Then it happened. There was an ad for My Computer Career, and it just spoke to me. My Computer Career was the best decision he ever made. I could study anywhere from my laptop, and I was working in the first couple weeks of me being in class. Reggie hit a home run. The field is teeming with jobs. Become an IT pro in just months with zero experience at mycomputercareer.edu. The school is amazing. It's not rocket science. It's mycomputercareer.edu. This is one student's experience. Individual results vary. The mission is clear. Give honest, transparent analysis and actionable advice every week. Make sure to connect with us on YouTube and get our twice-monthly e-newsletter. Welcome back. Thanks for joining us on Financial Focus Radio. If you want to get signed up for that e-newsletter, Josh and I do a video that's five or six minutes long in the middle and end of every month where we talk about what's going on in the capital markets and how that affects your money. Uh, so if you want to get added to that list, go to our website, northwestquadrantwealth.com. Send us an email. Just let us know you'd like to be added to the e-newsletter list. And that's the only thing that we will send you. We've been getting a lot of people signing up for that, uh, so that's good. We have uh, lots of people listening to us every couple of weeks. And you get to see when you get that email in your inbox on the 15th and 30th every month why we have a face for radio. 
Uh, so there's a phenomenon happening right now. Josh and I are experiencing, and I'm sure everybody out there is. Uh, it's it's in the back of their mind if you don't have a financial advisor, and it's this term called anchoring. And so you know, I was meeting with some clients a couple weeks ago, and uh, you know, we were like joking around, and they said something like, "Oh yeah, and we're losing money," and I was like, "Wait, what? Like, what do you mean you're losing money?" And they said, "Well." you know, we lost, we've lost money. And I said, over what period of time? Because on a year to date basis, they were up and, you know, their account was up because the market's up and their portfolio is up. And um, what they're referring to is the market hit an all time high uh, in, uh, on January 3rd, what was it? 2021, 2022. Yep. So market hit an all time high. uh, Man, it's coming up on two years now. 21, 21 months. Yeah. So it's 21 months ago, the market hit an all time high. uh, And so, when somebody's account, in our case, clients or people out there listening, when your account hits that all-time high, any penny off of that value, you're losing money in your mind. And so that's where the term anchoring, they're anchored on that all-time high value. And I said to them, I said, look, you know, I, I understand what you're, why you're saying what you're saying, and I understand your thinking there. But um, remember, the market experienced three years of teen high teen returns. So that number was probably the, the, the fake number. The number we're seeing now is probably more realistic. Um, but I understand where you're coming from. I, I was nice to the clients, but that's the, the, that's the world we live in right now is that people anchor on that number. And it's like, wait a second, if I could just get your portfolio value to the all time high and then get out of the market and then know when the market's going to, you know, like that's just impossible. So those all-time high peaks, you're always going to have some anchored number where you're going to say, oh, that's, I'm losing money. But you're not losing money um, from that all-time high because that all-time high to me was just fake and crazy. Um, and then the other thing that's important for you all out there to remember when you're investing, if you're getting pitched investments by advisors, first of all, no advisor should be pitching you on an individual investment. They should be selling you on how the advisory firm invests money, not on individual products. But you need to value liquidity in your portfolio. So all of these advisors out there are getting visited by wholesalers uh, from the different asset management firms, um, and they want to sell business development companies or BDCs or non-traded REITs. That's the big one. The non-traded REIT companies are spending money like crazy, hand over fist on salespeople to go out and visit your financial advisors. They take them to lunch. They take them on trips. They take them on dinners. And then the financial advisor feels guilty and says, yeah, I'll sell, I'll sell my clients the 7% yielding non-traded REIT, and I'll get paid a big commission. Guess what? You're the one that's left holding the bag because these things are not liquid. You cannot sell these things. When you go to the conference, they're the ones with the biggest booths right at the front when you enter. So you need to, Josh and I, when we think about our investing, uh, we value liquidity above all else. We made a big trade in our client portfolios last week. When I say big, like many, many, many millions of dollars where we're trading in and out of, of security. Um, and we, you know, we, we didn't have any problems with liquidity uh, in, in making those trades. Uh, and so you need to value liquidity above almost anything else. Meaning when Josh and I trade something, it gets traded when we trade it. Uh, and a lot of you out there are buying stuff that that's not true. Um, and it's, those are just, first of all, they're terrible investments. They're, they're good for the people that are selling them and the companies that are issuing them. Uh, and then lastly, something, uh, so this hasn't happened in the U.S. Treasury market in 250 years, and I mentioned it earlier, um, but t- the 10-year Treasury is on track for a third year of losses in 2023. That hasn't happened in the 250 years that U.S. Treasuries have existed. Um, the return uh, for investors putting money in the 10-year Treasury stands at a negative uh, about 1% so far in 2023. That's after a 17% decline in 2022 and a 4% drop in 2021. And so if you think about how bonds work, they're based on a coupon, right? They're contractually obligated to pay a coupon. And so you think how many years of returns you get lost in having those three down years. It's really painful. And it's why I don't understand why so many of these advisors are allocating money to this asset class, the long dated bond. It makes absolutely no sense. Okay, so you know, ben, estate planning is really important. Um, the one of the things that is, is such a bummer is that um, so many people in the US avoid it like the plague. 
It's um, not, not comfortable about considering your own death. Well, you? and, you know, Josh and I doing this job are faced with mort- mortality literally weekly and sometimes daily. Um, but it's, you know, it's, it also helps us understand that life is short and to uh, cherish it all. Um, so there was a, a survey done in 2023. 73% of the respondents lacked an estate plan. Um, and not only that, 72% of the respondents over 75 didn't have an estate plan. So most, you know, obviously 75 plus percent of people out there don't have an estate plan, uh, which is a, it's a problem. And if you have any assets at all, you definitely need an estate plan and you don't, you don't have to be Bill Gates or Warren Buffett to have an estate plan. Um, in fact, you know, everybody over 18 in the state of Oregon should have some version of an estate plan, um, because you do not want a judge deciding for you, uh, where, what's going to happen to your money. So essentially, it's an execu- creation and execution of documents necessary to deal with your health, your health care, and your financial affairs if you become incapacitated or die. Um, and so there are a number of documents that need to be created. I would tell you uh, that I think you should go to an estate planning attorney to have these documents done up because, you know, there's a lot of things online you can get cheaply, but they're worth sort of what you pay. Um, and so here are the names uh, of those. So guardianship, if you have minor children or other dependents, these documents specify who's going to get custody of your kids if you or your and your spouse pass away. So in my case, uh, I, well, I now have one minor, but there in we have we have specific instructions. If my wife and I were, were to die on the same airplane or whatever, uh, that you know who takes over our kids and then who deals with uh, the money and all the things that are important. The next thing you all need is a will uh, that essentially is a legal document that that talks about the provides instruction to the executive of your state about the disposition of your assets. Another option you can choose is a trust, which is a fiduciary agreement that shields your estate uh, from probate and allows you to customize your estate plan. So a will um, goes through probate. Uh, you know, you, there's it sort of finalizes everything. In a trust situation, you can sort of customize what what you are estate plan what you want it to look like, and the will avoids uh, probate. You need a durable power of attorney. So that's a legal document that allows your spouse, partner, or other third party to manage your finances if you can't make your decision, uh, your own decision. So, for example, this happens a lot um, where your words, you know, you're not making any sense. You're not able to make uh, good decisions anymore on your own. And so somebody needs a durable power of attorney for you to be able to do that. Financial power of attorney. Um, it's the same thing. It allows you to manage your finances. So there's there's different levels of power of attorneys, right? So you you can give people different levels of of uh, access or authority over your financial affairs, um, and so you just have to get those. The next one you need is an advanced health care directive. That's a document that outlines the medical care you want to receive if you are unable. So if let's say you end up at St. Charles because you were in a car accident. You need some. There needs to be a healthcare directive out there that says, you know, pull the plug, don't pull the plug. If I'm on this level of status, these are and these aren't again fun conversations to have, but you need to have those out there. Uh, my advanced healthcare directive is Josh just drives to the hospital and puts a pillow over my face uh, while injecting me with morphine at the same time. So we got that all figured out on on a napkin, um, and then. Uh, medical power of attorney and HIPAA authorization. Uh, so th- those are some of the things that you need and everybody needs them. Um, I would tell you to go to an attorney to get your estate plan done, but, um, you know, this stuff, it, it, Josh and I go, are going through this more and more and more. And, um, you just need to have this stuff in place, especially that power of attorney, because if you aren't able, if you, if it's too late, then a judge has to get involved and it can take forever and get expensive. And in, the so, mean, in the meantime, you can also go to your financial advisor and see if they have some version of a trading authorization that you're, you're willing to give someone, uh, that can be sort of a bandaid until you get the rest. But of that's the just stuff on your out. money with them. It doesn't help with yeah. the bank and all those places. All right, if you'd like to sign up for our e-newsletter, Josh and I do a video in the middle and end of every month. Go to our website, northwestquadrantwealth.com. Click on the Contact Us. Just let us know you'd like to be added to our e-newsletter list. When we come back, we're going to tackle some of your emails, so stick around. Get your free one-hour retirement review. Meet with a Northwest Quadrant Wealth Management Investment Advisor today for free. It's our offer to you as a listener to the show. Give us a call today to schedule your portfolio review, 800-743-0988. Again, 800-743-0988. 
RV season is far from over, and this weekend is the perfect time to find the right deal and the right RV, travel trailer, or fifth wheel for you. Beaver Coach Sales and Services here with their great selection. Ryan, what did you bring out to the RV show for folks to see? It's units that are great for snowbirds, for heading down south. And then our fifth wheel travel trailer and toy hauler season is just really coming into gear here with hunting and fall. It seems like that business seems to pick up quite a bit. For people that are maybe looking to head down south as the weather starts to get colder after the show is over, Beaver Coach Sales and Service is a great place to bring your RVs to get them ready to drive south. Certainly. We've definitely built our reputation on our service center. Bring your unit in. Let's get it all geared up, whether we're going to winterize it for you to put in your barn for the winter season or you're ready to head down south. We can get the service work done and get your unit tuned up and ready to roll. Don't miss Beaver Coach Sales and Service at the Central Oregon RV Show happening now at the Deschutes County Fairgrounds. Today I'll get a workout in at the fitness center. Tomorrow, maybe some rafting on the Deschutes River. Or I could go for a swim and spend the afternoon by the pool. It's pretty easy to fill your calendar when you live the life you love at Stonebriar. Walk the nature trails at Pilot Butte, or maybe give Tracy a call. We can go shopping in Bend on Saturday. Sunday, read a book on the deck. And after an active day outside, you come home to gorgeous resort-style one, two, or three-bedroom apartments with cook's kitchens, spacious bath, full-size washer and dryers, computer labs with free internet, covered parking, and... My fur babies. Pets allowed. Stonebriar is currently accepting applications. Their beautiful landscape grounds feature two clubhouses and are on Highway 20 near 27th and Bend. Google Stonebriar Apartments for details. Stonebriar, professionally managed by Norris and Stevens. Stonebriar Apartments. The best of resort living. This is Kerwin with Midstate Power Products in Redmond. Kubota products are waiting for you. Stop into Midstate Power Products where you can find compact and subcompact tractors, ag tractors, RTVs, and construction equipment ready to help you get the job done. Do not miss your chance to get world-renowned Kubota equipment. Visit Midstate Power Products on the south end of Highway 97 in Redmond to get great low-rate financing on new Kubota compact tractors. Kubota tractors at Midstate Power Products in Redmond. Individuals and businesses with tax problems. Listen carefully. If you owe over $10,000 in back taxes or have unfiled tax returns, U.S. Tax Shield can help you take back control. The IRS can seize your bank accounts, garnish your paycheck, close your business, and file criminal charges. Our team of tax attorneys can stop collections and get you protected. U.S. Tax Shield offers a price protection guaranteed quote to get you protected today. U.S. Tax Shield is A-plus rated with the BBB, so call 800-466-9625. U.S. Tax Shield, 800-466-9625. At Washington Trust Bank, can't is a four-letter word. I think I'll sell my veggies at the market. You can't even remember to water the house plants. Hey, we need to build a home office. We can't. We're adding another bathroom. I think I'll study programming. Bro. You can't even connect your phone to Bluetooth. Whether you're looking for a personal line of credit to build a home office or a loan to take your business to the next level, we'll help you get there. Go to watrust.com to get started. Washington Trust Bank, member FDIC. Get your free retirement review. Meet with a Northwest Quadrant Investment Advisor today for free. It's our offer to you as a listener to the show. Call us today to schedule your portfolio review. 800-743-0988. Again, 800-743-0988. Welcome back. Give us a call if you want to get uh, one of those free retirement reviews. One of us will give you an hour of our time to talk about anything in your financial life. Just make sure you have at least $500,000 of investable assets. So... Uh, I have a couple more Buffett quotes before we tackle some of your email questions. Um, this next one is a really important one and a- almost always overlooked because uh, it's so funny when somebody, when you tell somebody what you do or like throughout the years working in the investment business, there's this assumption that uh, everybody that works in the investment business is uh, genius and brilliant. And Josh and I are testament to the fact that that's not necessarily true. But what is true is uh, the most important quality for an investor is temperament, not intellect. And so if you think about 
successful investors. Buffett is a good example. His ability to act very rational when others around him are acting very irrational. And so I go back to the global financial crisis and you saw panic. Like it was, it was just crazy, crazy panic. And so one of the things that's interesting about investing is cash is worth a lot when other people need it. And need, a lot of people in the global financial crisis needed cash. And guess who had it? Buffett. He also had a lot of cachet with his name. If you, if, you, know, you were a bank that was struggling and you went to Buffett and he was willing to invest or back you, it made the world think that you were safe because Buffett was backing you. And so, uh, but temperament and his, and his temperament is that he didn't get caught up in the euphoria that was going on before the global financial crisis, but he also had the ability to act swiftly and decisively when everything felt like it was falling apart. And that's when you get great deals, right? Is when uh, others are acting irrationally. It's, it's that famous quote, um, you know, who's been swimming naked when the tide goes out. That's true in the investment business. Well, Andrew Ross Sorkin's book, Too Big to Fail is great because he highlights Dick Fold at Lehman Brothers when they were you know, struggling to try to save it. And uh, he was always on the phone trying to get the old man to commit some capital to bail them out. And it wasn't even the money. It wasn't even the money that was needed. It was just that if Buffett makes the investment, yep. then it's then a vote of confidence was, that would push them safe. over the push them over the the hill to live to fight another day. But the oracle from Omaha drives a hard bargain. Well, I mean, he just knew that there was it was a dead. There, there was nothing there to be saved. He just he knew that it was dead. Uh, and then he says, "Don't take yearly results too seriously. Instead, focus on four or five year average returns." And I think that's an important thing for people to remember. In today's media cycle, that's almost impossible for most people. Yeah, but if, if they focus on annual returns, it will lead them to make bad decisions, and then they'll just be a, one of the many other investors with terrible investment returns. So uh, we got an email from Amir. Amir says, which professional do I need for the tax cal calculation of a Roth conversion, a CFP financial advisor or tax preparer? I reach out to tax preparers before, but they seem to have no idea what I was talking about. My income right now is very low, so I'd like to take advantage of this opportunity. However, I found out last year that I need to do the transaction during the current calendar year not at tax prep, time, tax prep time, which makes things a little more complicated. Any info on how to approach this calculation would be helpful. So what Amir is talking about is converting some of his traditional IRA to a Roth IRA, and that's called a Roth conversion, whereby um, the money that, he, that Amir is going to convert from the traditional IRA to the Roth is taxed as ordinary income. And because his income is low this year, that means that he uh, can afford, from a tax perspective, to convert some of that money. Um, so most accountants, most CPAs, most people that prepare taxes uh, are going to be able to give you the best information for your specific situation, Mayor, because you want the person that is actually doing your taxes and knows what your returns look like uh, to be able to make that calculation. So like I, I'm not doing our clients taxes, so I can't tell you them. I can't tell them the amount that they can convert uh, and, and then tell them what their tax liability would be. So most fin most financial advisors aren't going to do it uh, very successfully. The person the most equipped to do it is the person doing your taxes. Almir, you're also correct in saying that you have to do it in the year, you know, so you, you know that you can make IRA contributions up to the for the previous year, up to the year your or the date you file taxes. So, for example, um, you could have made 2022 contributions to a retirement account up until April 15th of 2023, uh, but that's not true of the Roth conversion. You have to do the Roth conversion in the year you want the taxes applied. So, if you can't wait till 2024 to do a 2023 conversion, you have to do it this year. So, hopefully, that helps. Um, uh, this comes from Chris. Chris says, I'm trying to nail down what metrics I should use to evaluate how well my retirement account is being managed. I vetted the company that actively, and he puts actively in quotes, manages my account. I have one and a half million invested in a 50-50 mix of stocks and bonds and pay three quarters of a percent management fee. I would like to know, I would like to know if I'm getting the best bang for my buck. Uh, I mean, that's an interesting question. <laughs> yeah, that there's a lot of nuance to that one, but you know, I mean, broad-based benchmark. Like, you're just going to have to go and calculate the weighted average on your own, probably, which is just look at you know, 50% S&P, and you can use SPY, which is just a S&P 500 ETF out there, uh, and 50% AGG, which is the aggregate bond index. Uh, if you're 50/50, that's probably like the best 
way to benchmark your performance uh, in your portfolio, or those are the best weighted benchmarks really to sort of use when you're tracking your own portfolio's performance, whether or not they're uh, the appropriate benchmarks is <laughs> I think a really good question uh, because you know obviously you don't want to be benchmarking yourself against the ag when you don't want to own the ag and you never wanted to own the ag or you, at least you didn't the last three years. And so that one's tough, but uh, that's, I think maybe the best option there. Well, it's yeah. You're, so there's two things like, right. Like, well, there's the expectation of what, uh, what you're going to get for that 75 basis points that you're paying in management fee. Is it that you're paying your advisor to beat a, an index, right? So like, am I, am I paying you this money so that you're going to beat the market uh, or am I paying you so that you're going to build me an asset allocation and I don't care about a benchmark of a performance? I care about uh, some of these other intangible things like helping with mortgage, life insurance, all these other estate planning sort of things. Um, and so you have to get, Chris, a better understanding of sort of the expectation of what you're paying for. Um, and, and so, you know, because some people say, okay, I want a 50-50 mix of stocks and bonds. That's my, but, but they don't have an expectation against outperforming a certain index uh, or, you know, the risk adjusted or however you want to f phrase it. But um, expectation uh, management is probably an important thing there. All right. Um, here we go. I'm, uh, this comes from Patrick. I'm currently in a 12% tax bracket. And in here was another Roth conversion. Attempting to convert as much money to a Roth, to, I can to a Roth uh, without going in the next tax bracket. I'm trying to reduce my RMDs when I reach 72. In doing so, I'm also paying taxes from outside my retirement accounts. Is this a good idea to make the conversion when the market's down? Uh, yes, it is. It is. <laughs> I anticipating ta increasing tax rates when the Republican tax sunset in 2025. So, yes, it is. Um, it is. You, you, you are going to have to figure out how much more income you can take to not go in the next bracket. So that's pretty easy when you look at the brackets. Um, but make sure you pay the taxes from outside of the retirement account. All right, that's our show for this week. We appreciate you listening. Remember, buy low, sell high. We'll see you next week. listening to partners of Northwest Quadrant Wealth Management on the radio show Financial Focus. Remember, you can email or call with your questions anytime during the week. Visit northwestquadrantwealth.com for more information. See you next week on Financial Focus. Any opinions expressed herein are given in good faith and are subject to change without notice and are only correct at the stated date of issue. Past performance is not always indicative of future results. This material is not intended as an offer or solicitation for the purchase or sale of any security or other financial instrument. Securities, financial instruments, or strategies mentioned may not be suitable for all investors. Prices, values, or income from an investment mentioned in this report may fall against the interest of the investor, and the investor may get back less than the amount invested. This material does not take Take into account your particular investment objectives, financial situation, or needs, and is not intended as a recommendation of particular securities, financial instruments, or strategies to you. Before acting on any recommendation on this material, you should consider whether it's suitable for your particular circumstances and, if necessary, seek professional advice.